Hello, this is Graham Cook. Welcome to the Brilliant Perspectives podcast. Hey, thanks for being with us. Today on the podcast, we're looking at what it means to walk with big Jesus. I love that whole thought, big Jesus. Amazing. You know, because God is enlarging our perspective in terms of what we see in him for us. So in that context, we want to constantly be asking the Lord, how do you see me? What do you see me in? And what is it you want to be for me now in this situation? In this process, we're learning to let go of any poverty thinking and develop a majesty mindset in terms of who we are becoming in the Lord. So I want to share a clip with you from our Tuesday evening community where we've been exploring exactly what this looks like. Caleb had a majesty mindset. That's why God said, we need to keep that boy around because he's a man with a different spirit. And I think there are a lot of people in this room who are realizing that there's something about me that I've never seen. And we're, re- we're realizing it about one another, you know, that we are different, we are unique. And I think we need to own up to it. I think this, the walking with big Jesus is about getting rid of a poverty mindset. Now, God says, blessed are the poor in spirit. You think of how many millions of Christians there are in the world and how many of them have a poverty mindset. And then you look at the kingdom, which the Bible only talks about the kingdom in superlatives. It talks about abundance, fullness, the riches of his grace, you know, the riches of his glory, of his inheritance in the saints. I mean, the language is so super rich. And he's talking about us. And it's not about us earning it or deserving it. It's about us recognizing there is something about God that when he connects with us, he connects with everything that he is. And that's what empowers us to connect with him in a way that we can receive that. All the gifts come from him. They cannot, not one single gift can be earned. It's just not the way the kingdom works. But there are some gifts that have to be received because they change us the most. And that's why I feel that God is impatient right now. I think this year is all about enlargement. It's all about God showing and proving that he's bigger. But it's also about us becoming bigger in terms of what we see in him for us. I just want to encourage all of you to, to... Really be asking the Lord, you know, what do you see me in? It's like our favorite question is becoming, you know, what is it you want to be for me? And that whole question is designed to set us free from ourselves. To set us free from our history, our past, our disappointments, our low self-esteem, blah, 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 whatever. 
that question is designed to set you free from yourself and to be as free as he is. But then the question has to move on is and ask, Lord, what do you see me in? What am I going to hold in your name in the kingdom? What's my territory? You know, I mean, that whole land of promise thing. And for me, it was a land of promises for over a million people. It was a land of promise for over a million people. That means millions of promises were involved in that. You know, turnkey operations, houses that you didn't build, vineyards you didn't plant, wells you never had to dig. That's like a turnkey operation right there, you know. That was huge for people who'd lived in hovels for 400 years as slaves, suddenly... You get a vineyard, a well, and a house. Seriously? It always staggers me that when Jesus was in diapers, somebody gave him a gold brick. God sent someone to give him a gold bar. And that's what his dad started their business on. That supported Jesus growing up. You know? When he was just a noise at one end and a smell at the other, somebody gave him a freaking gold brick. That is astonishing. When Jesus didn't even know who he was at that point. It's never about us. It's about who God is and who he wants to be for us. And we must get that. In its totality. It's about who God is. And who he wants to be for us. And he sent us the Holy Spirit. To teach us how to capitalize on that. Even how to monetize that. In terms of the promises. It's classic. Judges chapter 6. Gideon. Hiding is a guy hiding away in a wine press, <laughs> making bread. He's depressed, he's angry, he has low self-esteem, he has huge issues. I don't think God doesn't choose anybody who doesn't have issues. Mm-hmm. You know? And God comes along and says, so here's Gideon at this level, and God comes along and says, Hello Gideon, you valiant warrior. Wow. It's like, are you kidding me? And he comes out with, you know, when God tells us how he sees us, it's designed to bring up all our insecurity and all our negativity Mm. because we need to get rid of it. So Gideon immediately launches into, oh, well, if God is with us, why has this happened? Why all these issues come out? Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Because when God speaks to us, it's designed to get all the crap out of our system. So there's all this negative response, I can't do this, I'm, no, I'm not worthy, I'm, you know, blah, blah, blah. And, and then God actually doesn't listen to a single word he says. <laughs> and, he's, and, he, and he just says, have I not called you, you know, to get victory over Midian? And then Gideon says, all his other secondary crap level rises to the surface. <laughs> and he says, but 
you know, we're the poorest family in our tribe and I'm the youngest in my father's house. And God totally ignores that. And just and keeps on saying to him, yeah, but this is how I see you. Yeah. So there's always a gap between where we see ourselves and how God sees us. Yeah. And the important thing for every one of us is to make sure that gap is filled in yeah. with how God sees us, you know. And so then he sends Gideon on this journey uh, that is absolutely astronomical. He's called him to be the deliverer for the whole nation. And you look at everything that Gideon does after that is in response to how God sees him. The thing is, you can moan and complain all you like, but God isn't going to listen to a blind word you say <laughs> because he sees you at this level. And at some point, all of us are going to have to get over our bad self and start to see if this is how God sees me, if I really am a director, if I really am a producer, if we really are a movie company, then we need to go there. And we need to go there in our mind and we need to go there in our heart. And we need to say, not just saying yes, but we need to own it. This is who I am. You know, and then a way will open up for us, but it won't open up if you're disagreeing with God's statement of you, with his image of you. If he says, I'm making you in my image, when he talks to you about who you are, he's saying, this is who you are in me. And, you know, the in me part is the critical part, you know. I hope this clip inspires you to own who you are in God and step into the fullness of what He has for you because it really is time to walk with big Jesus. If you're interested in learning more about who we are in Christ and how we get to walk with Him, then please go to brilliantbookhouse.com and search for Living Your Truest Identity. Hey, thanks for being with us. Catch you next time.